What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 69 of the Gunslinger podcast. I'm your host, Nick Charles. Please head over to Instagram, follow at the Gunslinger podcast, and head over to anywhere where you can listen to podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, Don't forget to watch us on YouTube. Craig's been doing a great job on the videos. Um, And uh, yeah, so uh, we're into week 11 already. Um, Week 10 was uh, a very... I don't know. Another like interesting week, I'd say. You think like the same? How how'd it go for you? Like with um, fantasy and everything uh, else. Unde- undefeated in fantasy minus one. I lost one, I think. Um, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, did pretty well in the picks. I think I got four and a half right. You got five right, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So I think I was half point behind you. Uh, the Lions pushed for me. Um, I, my biggest takeaways from the week were that C.J. Stroud is unbelievable. Uh, mm-hmm. the Texans are the real deal. It looks like the Bengals could be struggling. Uh, and then my other big takeaway is at this point, I don't see the Steelers ever losing again. Why? Because they just never lose. I don't get it. Like they don't get any yards. They don't do anything on offense and they just win, win games by like four or five points every single time. It's the weirdest thing. Did they, let me look at something. They'd been outgained yardage. Oh, they were again last week. So yeah. they've been outgained yardage every game this year, and they're six and three. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also you know, my, my boy Staley lost the game against the Lions. That was a good game, though. That was like a pretty, pretty fun game. I don't really think he lost that one. I think that was just the Lions won it. Um, but yeah, no, really weird week. And obviously, the Patriots just, you know, laughing stock of the NFL right now. That was so bad. The, I mean, like, I know we texted, but like, when you run a fake spike in Madden, it sends two people up the sideline. Right. It you never send somebody to the middle of the field, and I think somebody, I think Michael Irvin after the game was like, "You never do that. Like on a fake spike, you just send you send a guy up the sideline, and it, like either your guy catches it or no one catches it. Like you take the chance." It, it, just it was also no the worst throw of the game. It was worse. Yeah. It was a worse throw than anything Mac did. I mean. I get Mac is not playing well. I completely understand that fact. But we've seen Zap enough that we know he's not good. And the fact of you putting in a new quarterback in the two-minute drill is, like, laughable. I mean, at this point, I would cut both of them, and I would go, like, trade or sign Tannehill and just let him finish out the year. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. I mean, 15 to 20 for Mac, not that bad. I mean, he took took five sacks, but, like, they were good sacks because, like, earlier in the year, he would, like, force throws and throw interceptions um, and, like, take us out of chances to get points. Like, yeah, I know we only got two field goals, but, like, I'd rather take a sack on third down than turn it over and knock at any points. Um, I mean, also, like, the I mean, the Patriots, I mean, no sacks on Minshew. Um, I, and also, like, I mean, I think people are forgetting, like, there's no Judon. Christian Gonzalez isn't there. Like right. all like the, the star players aren't there. Our line is probably one of the worst lines we've ever had. Like I'm still in the belief that if you put Mac in San Francisco or Minnesota, he could be successful. I mean, look yeah, at I Josh, agree. look at Josh Dodds. I think right his now. confidence is gone though at this point. I agree. Like I think his career's probably in the toilet, but like you never know. It could get revived again. Um but really it's not in his good. third year, too. You know, it's not like his career's over, but like it's not off to a good start. Yeah, but well, it's probably over New England. I think, yeah, I agree. Um, Maybe we'll honestly, start a few games. 
it wouldn't shock me if he got cut. I mean, after like seeing Jack Jones get cut, just like blew my mind. It would not surprise me if Bill just decided to cut Mac. Yeah, let, let's get let's move on from the Pats because I, right. at least we don't have to talk about him this week. Yeah, um, I agree though. Yeah, CJ Stroud, he's been great. Definitely could be a front runner for MVP as we talked about last week. Josh Dobbs just stepping right into Minnesota looks really good. Um, 49ers are back. I know you're probably excited about that. Um, that go that get team goes as Debo goes apparently when Debo's yeah. in they're fine um Dallas is rolling right now I know they played the Giants but like 400 yards passing for Dak CD went over 150 again for the third game in a row um they look really tough right now so it could be interesting with them them and Philly clashing down the road I, I feel like the good. problem with Dallas is the same issue with Miami they can't beat a good team yeah I mean, I, I I see very similar things between both of them. I think both of their defense are slightly overrated because they perform very well against bad teams. Against mm-hmm. good teams, they can't do anything. And then their offense is kind of the same, where against good teams, they score 17 to 20, but they can't, they don't really, you know, light up the scoreboard again. Like, I expect the Cowboys to throttle the Panthers, but yeah, I don't know. That, I, I think those teams are very comparable. Okay. Um, what's your opinion on the Bills right now? I think that they're blaming the wrong person. Like, I, I do think that trying to switch up the offensive play calling might not be a bad idea because I've been telling you and everyone else all year that James Cook should be getting the ball way more. That dude's completely dynamic. But the problem is Allen. Like, Josh mm-hmm. Allen just is making terrible decisions out there. So that's not a play calling issue. That's an Allen issue. And also, I'll, I'll say this. The whole Diggs drama of, like, his brother tweeting out, like, got to get him out of there. It's like... It's like every single place he goes, when there's any sort of turmoil, he wants out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like he's an NBA player. I don't know. It's just really weird. <laughs> he's a receiver. He brings so much drama. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But, like, it's like make your team better. Like, I don't yeah. get it. I, I think they blame Dorsey when they should have. Boy, Andy, you can't fire Allen. Can't fire him. Um, I think I told you second or third most points per game in the NFL dating back to last year, and they fired the O.C., doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, um, Allen has 11 interceptions this year. How's that Dorsey's problem? He leads the league, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. So again, into Week 11 um, tonight, Bengals are at Baltimore. Huge game. Um, I think Bengals are already 0-2 in the division. If they lose this one, um, I think they pretty much are kind of kiss their chance to win the division goodbye. And at five and five, you know, with like the loss of Houston and you know, they might lose some other tie breaks down the road. So yeah. I think the Bengals have to win this game tonight. Um, three and a half. And Baltimore's coming off the loss, so it's like a bad spot for Cincy. But I'm going to pick the Bengals just because I, I have more trust in Joe Burrow than I do Lamar Jackson right now. I'm going to pick the Ravens because they're at home. Um, I think this defense, I think this is the worst case scenario for the Bengals because I think the defense played so poorly in the second half last week for Cleveland or for you know Baltimore against Cleveland that I think they'll come alive this time and I don't know the Bengals something isn't fully clicking still there I still think they're good I think they figure out a lot of their issues but I'm gonna pick the Ravens tonight I think they win a very close game okay um Steelers Brown so yesterday Deshaun Watson out for the season broke a bone in his shoulder apparently but also was 14 of 14 in the second half with yeah. that broken bone so I don't think he wants to play. 
That's my I'll, personal I'll opinion. I'll say this. Baker would be playing with that. Yeah, 100%. Um, Cleveland's skipping over P.J. Walker, which I completely agree with, and they're going to uh, Dorian Tom- Thompson-Robinson or whatever yeah. his name is from UCLA. Saw him earlier this year against Baltimore. He didn't look good. Um, but I think it's the right decision because, like, honestly, if you're Cleveland, like, if you're going to get this from Deshaun, like, I know you spent all that money, but, like, I mean, he's not even worth the well, headache at this PJ point. PJ Walker, isn't it? Like, he's not no. going to do anything. So you might as well see what you have. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers in this one just because of the quarterback thing. But I'll say this. It's basically just going to be a running showdown because it's going to be which running backs get more yards between Hunt and Ford versus Warren and Harris because Pickett ain't going to throw the ball. It's the second lowest total, I think, in the last 10 years. I heard 32 and a half points. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would take total. the under. Yeah, it's like an Iowa college football yeah. game. They go under every, every week. But Kenny Pickett right now is six, a little over 1,600 yards, six touchdowns, four picks. That it's is not good. That, I mean, I don't even know what he, what's he doing out there. He's not throwing the ball. That's, that's why he doesn't take as much heat, I think. And they're six and three. If they were two and eight yeah. like New England, they'd be calling for Pickett's head right now. Uh, they'll be caught. Yeah. I mean, once. Yeah. But anyway, I'll take the Steelers. Um, yeah. I think if Watson was playing, I'd take the Browns. I'm taking Pittsburgh as well. Um, Bears, Lions. Sounds like Fields is coming back. But I mean, I, I guess it's time. The Lions are legit. We were, we were wrong. I we were I, very I think wrong. We, we were wrong. Um, they look really good. Um, yeah. Who's better, Montgomery or Gibbs? Because I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's scary. And, I mean, if they could just get, like, another receiver, I mean, you look at the weapons they'll have, like, with Amon Ra, Laporta, Gibbs, Montgomery. Yeah. Well, if James could be Williams really... will ever figure it out, I mean, he could be yeah. it. He yeah. could be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll take the Lions. I think they should beat, beat the Bears pretty handily, I think. Yeah, I was reading something that the Bears haven't covered a touchdown spread in, like, 12 games or something like that. I don't know. It was something mm. wild. But um, I'll take them. I think a really cool story of uh, Montgomery letting Gibbs get that second touchdown because he had done the whole thing on the drive. I really like how they're splitting them up, letting them both take drives. I think that's the best way to split up a running back tandem like that because both of them can do all three phases. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. glad Dan Campbell's also staying in the NFL and not going to A&M. So. I miss, oh, Texas A&M? Yeah, that was a big oh. report that he was, getting, he was getting offered the job, but it sounds like he turned it down probably. Gotcha. Um, Chargers Packers. Um, I don't like picking the Chargers on the road, especially in one o'clock games. But I think Green Bay sucks. Um, yeah, I really do. Um, Must win for the Chargers as well. Yeah, I'll pick the Chargers in this one. Same. I have the Chargers. I don't think the Packers are very good, and this is a mu- they have to win this game. Also, yep. on the flip side, Herbert looks amazing. If they had a better record, he could be in the MVP talks. Yeah, he does. He's he's been great for them. I mean. He's got Keenan Allen, but he doesn't have much to throw to other than that right now. Well, Palmer's hurt. Yeah, Mike Williams is hurt. Quentin Johnson doesn't look good. So No. Um, the Raiders all of a sudden have, you know, won two straight with Antonio Pierce, which is, I wouldn't say it's, like, surprising. Josh McDaniels just could not win that locker room over. Yeah. Um, and they're playing, they're playing well. Um, I know, I mean, they beat the Jets and the Giants, like, two, you know, not good teams, but, like, I mean, wins are hard to come by, especially when you've never been a coach in the NFL. Right. I don't think they can beat Miami in Miami. 
but I think 13 and a half is a lot. Um, and especially all the Raiders want to do now is give the ball to Josh Jacobs. And Which if is they what can, they should, have, should have been doing anyway. So I don't really know. Right. If they can control the clock, I mean, and keep Miami's offense off the field, they can definitely cover two touchdowns. But I'll take Miami to win. Yeah, I have Miami. I think Miami will end up probably covering the points because they're coming off a bye. So they've had two full weeks to study the Raiders defense, which probably isn't good for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take Miami. OK, um, Giants commanders. This is probably be an ugly game. Um, Giants actually beat Washington earlier in the year. I know it was with Tyrod, not let's hope De- they do it DeVito, again. But I'm picking Washington to win, but honestly, it would not shock me if the Giants went in there and, and pulled this one out. I think Washington wins. I think Sam Howell had another good day. I mean, he's, I mean, he looks pretty good. Yeah. 2,700 passing yards. That's crazy. Yeah. He's on, he's definitely, I don't Do you think he's a QB, like their franchise QB? Or do you think I he's just like a fill-in? But I think he is basically going to be the Kirk Cousins role of like some team. Like he'll, I think he's proved he can be a starter in the league. So I think he will. If I'm them, I would stick with him because it seems like he has really good chemistry with McLaurin and maybe not Dotson so much because Dotson seems to go in and out of like uh, the game plan. But I, I like him a lot. I think he can make all the throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um Cowboys Panthers. So this this one makes no sense. Ten and a half point favorite for Dallas. The Panthers are terrible. I mean, they lost to the Bears last week. I know they were missing like Burns and some other defensive players, but like this whole like Panthers experiment has been terrible. And yeah, I think Frank, and he's calling the plays again, right? Yeah, this is just a. It's. Just, I mean, he gave it to what Thomas Davis or whoever yeah. for like two weeks. I mean. I don't know. This is a bad situation in Carolina, and I think Dallas is going to roll them. Yeah, agreed. I'm not much to talk about this game. I think yeah. Dallas. I think they could pull Dak by the third. Yeah. Um, I think Lamb goes for over 150 again. They want they're they're like using the pass for the run right now, yeah. and it's just. I mean, Working he's on really a tear. Well. And Cook. I mean, they finally got Brandon Cooks involved too. So. Right. Um, Titans. Jags. I saw some – the Titans have lost, like, nine straight road games or something. Yeah, they're 0-5 um, this year, and they lost four straight last year. I mean, they're terrible on the road. Yeah. I'll pick the Jags at home. I think they're, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing good. Um, but, I mean, I think they'll I think they'll win. But, I mean, I could see, like, the Titans definitely covering seven. But I'll, I'll, and it looks like it's going to rain. So, I'll, I'll take the Jags at home, though, to win. I would take the Titans to cover, but the Jags to win. Um, I think Lawrence is not playing well at all. I don't think ETN's playing that well, but they're getting touchdowns and that defense is playing well, which is all they need to do. Also, it looks like Will Levis could have been a one-game wonder. We're not positive yet. I know. He looked really bad last week against Tampa. And, which... he looked, and, and that secondary is dreadful, so he there's no reason to look bad. Nope, not at all. Um, Kyler Murray, he came back last week. Looked pretty good. Did look good. He, I think I heard he reached like over 20 miles per hour on that third and 10 scramble. So like clearly no issues with, um, you know, with his injury. Um, Houston though, is just like, I mean, they gotta be like the talk of the NFL right now. Um, they didn't miss on a single pick. Every single pick they made has hit. It seems like, like yeah. in the draft, like it's oh, yeah. crazy. Um, I mean, I was definitely against them, you know, after the draft, you know, trading for um, Will Anderson um, and kind of giving up their first for next year. But it doesn't look like it's really going to matter. This team looks well, good. Well, it looks and, like now they're going to have a 
higher pick than we thought they were going to have in the draft. So I guess really it was a great, great idea. Right. Um, and like having a guy like Stroud is like, it's good because you'll, you'll get receivers that want to come play with him, um, you know, like down the road. So I think this, you know, Houston's looks really good. I'll, I'll take them to win. Um, but I, I think Arizona could get like a backdoor cover in this one. Yeah, I think Arizona's going to keep it close. Kyler and James Conner coming back completely revitalized that offense, I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. They even ran on uh, the Falcons, who's been really hard to run on this year. Uh, Texans to win. I'll pick the Texans to cover the spread, but I, I don't know. Kind of if you want on that. I think this could be a shootout, honestly. Um, I don't see either defense really being able to stop the other in this no. one. So um, the Bucks at 49ers, this line 11 and a half is really weird to me. Um, yeah. I don't know if like the Titans were just that bad last week. Um, but like Purdy looked really good again last week. Like you said, I mean, Debo comes back and, you know, they're starting to roll him. Um, McCaffrey's touchdown streak did end though. Yeah. He said he sucked now, you know, he didn't, he didn't get a touchdown. I can't believe they put him in at the end of the game to try to get him one. That like, was, I, I liked it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that at all. Um, but I, I mean, I like the 49ers to win. I don't, I wouldn't touch that spread just because, I mean, well, May- Mayfield loves throwing. Spread, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you can throw on the 49ers too. Well, yeah. Also, it's like you have to win by two touchdowns. It's like if it was nine and a half, maybe if it was 10, you could maybe argue a push, but 11 and a half so weird because it's like, it's kind of just like a, I don't know. It's, it seems like a completely random spread. So um, I wouldn't touch spread. I think the 49ers win though. I, I would say win by 10. Yeah, I agree. The Bucks have like, I mean, a really good front seven, fast. And Rashad White finally looks good. So, yeah. I mean, they're finally using him correctly. Right. Um, Jets-Bills, I mean, huge game for the Bills. I saw that the Jets' playoff chances after losing last week went down to like 3% or something just because they've lost, you know, too many tiebreakers. And, um, I mean, they're they're not good. I mean, I, I don't no. know how they were 4-4, four and, four and we talked about it last week. But um, I think the Bills – They'll find a way to win this seven points with how bad the bills have looked. I don't like that spread, but I think they'll definitely win. it. I wouldn't touch the spread. I think they'll win it. I think they'll really rely on cook and Murray. I think that's going to be a huge running week this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Seahawks Rams. I don't don't, get this spread. I don't either. And it almost sounds like Carson Wentz might be quarterback, which just think makes me think like, Pick six all day for the Seahawks. Well, it, well I, I saw that Stafford might play. Mm-hmm. But even if Stafford plays, I don't really see how the spread, I don't see why it would be this low. Like, what do they know either. about the Rams that we don't know coming off this bye? I don't know either. I don't Kyron get it. Williams isn't back. If Kyron Williams was back, I'd be like, okay, they have a running game again. This kind of makes sense. But mm-hmm. the Seahawks looked pretty good last week. So I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I yeah. have the Seahawks all day. And on this, I mean, one point yeah. spread. Same. Um, I think this, I mean, these next two games, Sunday night, Monday yeah. night, I think two great games. Vikings, Broncos, Denver's won three straight, playing really good football. I think Russell Wilson, I mean, if they had a better record, I mean, you could throw him into the MVP race and they still have time to turn it around, I think. Um, I think I think the magic's going to end here for Dobbs. I just I think it's going to be too much. And um, Pat Sertan followed Diggs on 60% of snaps last week. So if he does that this week and takes out Addison, um, I think 
the Vikings are really going to struggle to yeah, get the rest I, of the I, offense I this going. I you last night, but I think a huge part of this game is if Jefferson plays and Sertan has to play on Jefferson, I think that's really bad for Denver because their second corner is not going to cover Addison as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key to me in this game is Hawkinson. Because mm-hmm. the heat, Dobbs found Hawkinson a lot last week. He was kind of banged up, though. So if he's fully healthy, could be good. And also, could be addition by subtraction, Madison being out. Because I thought she yeah. looked better than Madison did anyway. Um, but all this to say, Wilson looks good. The Broncos look good. I think this will be a really fun game. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also that, think and... they got the spread right, though. Two and a half in favor of Denver makes sense on both mm-hmm. sides. Yeah. Um, Eagles Chiefs rematch of the Super Bowl. This one's in Kansas City. Both teams coming off a bye, so you know I'm sure all. I mean, both teams, you know, doing a lot of a lot of study on the other. Sounds like the Eagles are getting a couple couple guys back from injury, which would you know is going to be big for them. Um, AJ Brown. No one. I mean, people are talking about him, but I mean, he's over a thousand yards already too. Like he's been unguardable to this point. Um, well, I mean, he's not that far behind Tyreek. No, he's not at all, which, you know, and that's what I mean. Like he, he's not getting the credit that Tyreek's getting, which is kind of weird. Um, but, you know, I, I did mention like he wasn't playing any corners and he played Dallas and I think he was held to like 85 yards or something. So like um, I'll take the Chiefs at home. I just I mean, Andy Reid off of a bye is just so tough to beat. Yeah. But I also uh, Jalen Hurts, like the last two or three, I think the last two years, is 10 and 0 against teams with a winning record, which is just ridiculous. Um, in the regular season? Yeah. That's crazy. I'll take the Chiefs though at home. Uh I will, on a late field goal probably. I will also take the Chiefs at home. Would not shock me if the Eagles won. I think the difference in this game is going to be I think the Chiefs defense is better than the Eagles defense at the moment. I don't know if that's going to continue, but something about this Chiefs defense looks really good. Like they look mm-hmm. unstoppable, which is scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you give Mahomes two weeks to figure out the offense. You got to like it. The key in here, though, is like their offense has run through Pacheco a lot. Obviously, you can't run on the Eagles very well. So it's going to have to be Mahomes finding Kelsey and whatever receiver he feels like throwing to that day. Right. I think it's honestly going to be a lot of what we saw in the Super Bowl, a lot of motion, pre-snap yeah. motion, et cetera, um, get people open. Um, all right. So DraftKings for the week. I had a really good week last week, one in all three contests I was in. Um Going with the Goff in Amon Rossack this week at home. Everyone knows that you know, it worked Goff's, well for me last week. Goff's road splits to home splits, but Goff looked really good last week too. Um, going with Ford um, and Singletary at running back. I mean, Devin Singletary, 150 yards on 30 carries last week. Like, yeah. If I mean, if he gets that kind of workload again, like I mean, he doesn't. He won't need much to pay off. Um, Reed for a Green Bay at receiver. It, Sounds like the Chargers are banged up still in the secondary. You can throw all over them, um, and he's been pretty good of late. Um, Smith the Jigba has been, you know, pretty consistent, getting like right around double digits or yeah. higher every week. Um, Conklin at tight end, he's again another guy's getting a lot of targets from Zach Wilson. Ceedee Lamb in the flex, like I mentioned, he's unguardable right now and then I went with Washington's defense not that they've been great but it's like the Giants just have no offense so like yeah. if the Giant, the Giants might score seven points and I mean Washington's defense will pay off in DraftKings from that yeah. the problem is they just don't really throw interceptions because DeVito just throws the ball to the ground 
Yeah. So by maybe they get some sacks. Yeah, for sure. So I have a, a few different. Um, so I have the Purdy Samuel stack. I think that they're going to do really well. Like we've talked about that buck secondary is not very good. Um, I have Eckler because I have seen all year. Everyone's been running all over green Bay. I can only imagine what Eckler's going to do. Uh, then I have Pollard in. We talked about this right before we got on. That's my contrarian play this, this week, because I don't think anyone's going to have him. He has mm-hmm. to go off at some point. Um, my other two receivers are Christian Kirk and Jalen Reed. Um, Kirk, I think we'll have a good week. Reed, same as you. Uh, my tight ends mayor, cause I, picked him last and he was 2700 uh my flex is gibbs because i'm just riding the hot hand he is Mm -hmm. on fire Uh, and then i have the houston d um i feel like kyler while he played well last week he is definitely prone to interceptions i think give him another week and he'll kind of throw a few here yeah honestly you could probably start gibbs and montgomery and i i tried to do it but i didn't have enough i didn't have enough money yeah, and I mean people run all over the Bears, so like. Well, it's sure. like it's like it's like whenever I started Moster and Ashane one week, and it worked wonders. Like yeah. it seems to me that the NFL, and it's really weird, but every year it seems that like two teams or three teams find two running backs, and you're like, oh, you have to give one of them the ball, and they don't. They let them run by committee, and it works flawlessly for whatever mm-hmm. reason that is. Right. It worked good for New England last week. Elliot and Stevenson ran the ball well. Yeah, it's the only thing that went well. Um, so picks for the week, I've got ten points the last two weeks. I know you're is, on fire. I like two more strong weeks, and I might be like contending for top of the second for the quarter, quarter or whatever it is. What you, um, what you do the first week? I got two, but a lot of people got like zero and one because that was, yeah, was a tough you week. Might you might be up there? It could be. I got um, a perfect week, and then last week. We, I think we only got three because we went with uh, Alex's picks. But then mm-hmm. the first week I got zero. So I'm definitely out of it. However, we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going my best bet. I went with Denver. Like, I think that, like I said, at home, I think Dobbs is going to struggle um, finally. Um, went with Seattle. Has basically a pick them at minus one. Arizona to cover. It's at five. I got it at. Dallas minus 10 and a half. I think they're going to roll. And then I hate doing this, but Thursday night, picking, picking the Bengals to cover. Thursday division game. Wow. I know. Big, I hate big. it. I hate it. Um, but I think they can cover. I think they can lose by three. Or so my, my best bet is Dallas minus 10 and a half. We talked about that. Um, I have Detroit minus seven and a half. I think that's almost as much of a lock as Dallas. Um, I have the Chargers minus three because I'm a glutton for punishment. And I'm picking this week, so that's, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes because yeah. I, I got four and a half last week, so I did pretty well. Uh, Seattle minus one. And then I am opposite of your best, but I have Minnesota plus two and a half because it's uh, Dobbs cooking season, not Russell. So I'm all on the Dobbs train. All right. Um so my bonus, my bonus pick last week, college football, back on the win. Xavier Worthy, his prop was like 70 yards. I'm pretty sure he hit it with like 13 minutes to go in the second quarter. I, I think it was it something was, like that. Yeah, it was over. He, he ended up, I think he had like 10 catches for 130 yards. You could just see Ewers wanted to throw him the ball. Um, I'm going back to him this week. His prop's actually down from last week. It's at 66 and a half against Iowa State. Makes no sense. I know Iowa State's better defensively, but I mean the guy can do it on two or three catches. So right. I like it. Sixty six and a half yards. Do you this think week. Texas is gonna put in Manning? No. Do you think they should? No. What about next year? Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I think. Um, I mean, if Ewers might, he might go pro after this year if he keeps. It I up. don't think he will. No. Where's he gonna get drafted? Well, maybe he won't. But. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he will. Well, it depends too, right? Like if they tell him, like, "Hey, Manning, starting next year, maybe he transfers." Yeah, and then he'll be able to play right away somewhere else with a yeah. portal. So could see that. If not, I could see Manning transferring to Bama. So we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Right. Um, so my bonus thing right now is I want to talk about the Celtics. Um, okay. No Porzingis, no Jalen Brown, no problem. Beat, beat the Sixers by 10. Al Horford show why we don't need Porzingis. What I've been saying all, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Porzingis <laughs> has been pretty good this year. Uh, I thought the, you know, Tatum played good. I thought the true MVP of the game was Derek White. Um, I thought he played phenomenal, um, both offensively and defensively. And I have to say this. I didn't really like the trade when it happened, but Drew Holiday is like playing unbelievable mm-hmm. for us. He's being pretty efficient. I know he shot more last night than normal, but crazy. He's playing really well. Um, so, you know, they played well, and then the Bruins are still good. So no worries on that. Yeah, I agree. Boston looked really good. Um, five blocks for Horford, kind of turned the clock back. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, Holiday and White as a backcourt is better than what we had last year with Smart and White, which... It's hard, I, hard to believe, but it's I do just think the we truth. need a six man though. Like I don't think Hauser or Pritchard is a six man. Um, no, I don't either. I mean, Horford, um, I guess, is whenever Przingis is in, right? Because mm-hmm. then Jalen would come in too for Hauser and Horford from last night. But I, I would say we probably need like a a wing or a guard six man. Coming yeah. in. I don't know who that is. I'm just saying. I think eventually at the deadline that we're gonna need unless Pritchard catches fire but he's been pretty bad so far yeah i agree with that he's definitely in a, a shooting slump um yeah your point yeah bruins 26 points um first in all of you know in all of hockey so yeah we need um, to calm that down we don't want the president's trophy yeah we definitely do not um it's good to see i know we have a tampa listener um i like seeing tampa bay losing so always that's always good um but um, yeah, college basketball is back on too. Um, Michigan Syracuse, State lost again. Yeah, they did. Syracuse to my team three and zero. Can't remember the last time they were three and zero. So I'm pretty happy right now with that. Um, they needed Bayheim to go. So um, just like the yeah. Pats, just like the Pats need Bill to go. You know, sometimes yeah. they they, they got to go. But I will say, I actually watched the Kansas Kentucky game. Both those teams are really good. I yeah. I, I think Kansas looks very good but i thought kentucky but looks pretty good as well so uh and then the other team i was gonna say is uconn looks unbelievable again so didn't they lose um already no they're three and out oh i thought they lost to someone no they, the well, they haven't played anyone maybe it was, maybe it was the women stonehill and then northern arizona so they haven't played anyone but i watched okay. the stonehill game where they scored 107 and that was pretty good Okay, maybe it was the women. I saw the ticker on ESPN that lost, but um, yeah. So uh, one last thing I want to throw in: sounds like Otani. There's steam like building that he might be coming to Boston, which would be incredible. I think he's probably going to go to the Rangers, but we'll see. You I would think love so? to go to Boston. Yeah, well, I think because Boston's also trying to get another Japanese pitcher as well. So, um, and then my last thing is uh, congrats to Jimbo for getting paid paid out for not doing anything anymore. Thought that was, you know, I mean, honestly, it's just the way to do it. Yeah, that was wild. Absolutely I, ridiculous. I don't really think it's his fault. They just should have went to the SEC. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, as always, the music credit goes out to the ACDC and we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah.